In the name of Jesus, amen. Before our first son was born, my father told my wife Rachel and me something that has always stayed with us. He said, God gives you children so that you stop spending so much time thinking about yourself. I think he is right. I think it is also true that God gives us children so that at times we see in them what we are not. I think this is also the purpose of Jesus' illustration in our Matthew 18 text. The disciples ask Jesus, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus doesn't answer their question, at least not directly. They don't seem to have any idea what the kingdom of heaven is. And so Jesus calls to him a little child and places the little child in front of them. The disciples have been heading in the wrong direction. They, who are grown-up adults, need to turn around and become like children again. Now the thing about children here is not that they are innocent or simple or pure, but rather they don't count for very much in this first century context. Children are not powerful. They have no authority. They are small and weak and dependent. While the disciples are wondering who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, Jesus is still talking about getting into the kingdom of heaven. Unless you humble yourselves like this little child, you will never enter the kingdom. My wife, Rachel, and I have three children. Our youngest, our daughter, is four years old. She is kind and loving. She's sweet and good. She is a child of God. Her all-time favorite hymn is, I am Jesus' little lamb. And last week, she knocked a tooth right out of her brother's mouth. She did the same thing in July. Different tooth, same mouth. <clears throat> but when she realized what had happened, when she saw what she had done, she went and hid. And she covered her face. And in her shame and sorrow, she wept. Well, we found her. We forgave her, and she was comforted. I really don't think there was much malice involved here. I think it was an accident. But even so, I am convinced that my daughter has a problem with sin. I am certain of this because she inherited it from me. It runs in the family. And even though she is only four years old, I'm pretty sure that she knows that she has a problem with sin and that her sins and their consequences frighten her. And somehow, and in some way that I can't really explain, I think 
that she knows deep down that her sins will destroy her. She is humble and doesn't even know it. It never enters her mind. Have we lost our childlikeness before God? Something happens to us when we grow older. We leave our childlike ways, and we mature, and we grow up, and we forget what we used to be like. We become more accustomed to our sins, more comfortable in them, or at least we get better at concealing our sins and then hiding from them. And it becomes very easy for us to judge others and find the sin in them. And meanwhile, our own sins are a problem for us, and they will destroy us. The only thing at which we might very well be the greatest is sinning. We need to turn and become children again, to trust God completely, to expect everything from Him, and to expect from ourselves nothing. The problem with all the who is the greatest talk is that it leads a believing brother or sister into temptation. Taking someone by the hand into temptation, into sin, is the opposite of calling someone to repentance. Faith with pride does not work. Pride will destroy your faith. Look again to the child. Jesus says, Unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. We give thanks to our Lord for taking away our sins. We give thanks and praise to him for giving us faith in him and calling us to repentance. We rejoice that he has called us to be his children and that he has invited us to be with him in his kingdom. Amen.